Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's do this. Another day, another dollar, another edition of The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 6th Sports Radio, 6th and the Odyssey app. My name is Karenton Harris. I'm excited to be here with you on this wonderful Wednesday. We got a lot to get into over the course of today's show. Bob Fesco is, is going to join us coming up in about 30 minutes. We'll get his thoughts on the most recent announcements by the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get to that here coming up in a bit. Harold Kuntz is also going to join us on the show today. My guy from Fox 4, he was at the press conference earlier today. We'll get his thoughts on what you heard announced today by the Kansas City Chiefs. We have a lot to get into. Oddly enough, during one of the slow periods, there's a handful of like slow periods in this job. February after the Super Bowl is usually one of those slow periods. We got free agency about to start up in a couple of weeks. We got get, uh, preparation for the NCAA tournament. The Big 12 tournament opening day is going to be big this year because of the improvements that the Kansas City Royals have made to the roster. And there's real hope, optimism. There's a buzz around the Kansas City Royals this year. Oddly enough, on a Wednesday, Rob, there's actually a lot going on today and things to get to over the course of the next four hours. Again, I appreciate you listening to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. We'll start to get to those things after this. Time on the drive. Carrington, dial me up right now. 913-586-7610. It's time to win a pizza from our friends over at Pizza Tasio. Caller number six. Pizza Tasio is Kansas City's best New York style pizza, and they've taken over the town. They got a new spot in Waldo, plus spots in OP, Lee Summit, Midtown, North KC, St. Joe, and Lawrence, plus a killer selection of local and craft beers and some unique wines. So whether you're in the mood for maybe a slice or two or you're hungry enough for a whole pie, be sure to visit them now at pizzatasio.com that's pizza t-a-s-c-i-o.com i need you guys to do me a couple of favors number one i need you listening to the drive each day at two o'clock number two i need you to tell one friend you don't got to tell two friends but tell one friend that if you want some of the best pizza in kansas city and if you also want some of the best sports talk then keep it right here on 610sports.com and also the odyssey app Earlier today, Clark Hunt, owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, he sat down, he met with the media, Mark Donovan, the business voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He also sat down with the media as the Chiefs began to unveil their plans to renovate Arrowhead. So you guys know the Royals are trying to get a completely brand new stadium. The Chiefs do not want a brand new stadium. They want to improve the one that they have. Here's Mark Donovan talking about the decision to renovate the stadium as a opposed to building a completely new one. You know, when you're in those stadiums and you're talking about, should we build a new stadium? Should we renovate Arrowhead? It's very easy to get jealous. And the jealousy comes from, could we actually do this? Could we do it in a new building? Could we do it at Arrowhead? One of the things that has me most excited about this entire project is that you sit on that field level of Allegiant Stadium and you look at that amazing end zone suite that they have, 
and you say, wow, too bad we can't do that. We found a way to do that. And not only are we bringing the best of the newest buildings in the NFL, but we're putting it inside the iconic Arrowhead Stadium. So as Clark said, we're keeping the spirit of this building and everything that makes it special, but we're bringing the very best of the best into the building. And that has us excited about what the next chapter will be. That concept is 10 suites on each end zone. And it'll also add another 1,000-person club behind each end zone. So the number of people who will be impacted by this is significant. That was Mark Donovan, the business voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. One more cut that I want to play for you guys before we dive a little deeper into this topic. For some reason, the roof or the Chiefs putting a roof on the stadium has been a big sticking point with people. I'm not really sure why, and you guys know. I absolutely hate the cold. I don't want any part of it, but Arrowhead has never had a roof. So I'm surprised that people are so fixated on the possibility of Arrowhead now having a roof. Clark Hunt answered this earlier today, and they confirmed it. The new stadium will not have a roof. Well, as you know, that was something that uh, we studied very carefully uh, 20 years ago was part uh, of that planned renovation um, when it uh, did not pass and we weren't able to do it. Uh, the design really went away from from the roof. Um, uh, we were uh, envisioning that roof specifically in conjunction uh, with the Super Bowl. Um, you know, certainly, I'd like to think that Kansas City, you know, has the opportunity to bring a Super Bowl. But I also know uh, that uh, our football team likes playing in the elements. They like playing on a grass field. Um, we certainly think it's a competitive advantage for us. Well, let's at least be clear here before we begin this conversation. If you don't put a roof over Arrowhead Stadium, you don't have to worry about the possibility of getting a Super Bowl. You ain't getting one. <laughs> You're not getting one. I mean, I love my city. I imagine you love Kansas City as well. Let's be realistic here. They are not putting an outdoor football game in Kansas City, Missouri in the middle of February. That is not the plan here. So they are eliminating themselves from that conversation if they don't want to put a roof over it, but that's perfectly fine. They've hosted AFC championship games. They have hosted Taylor Swift. They have hosted Beyonce. Morgan Wallen is coming and they are hosting a World Cup. I think they will do just fine. This was my biggest takeaway from everything that we saw today. It's fine. I admit that I thought if you were going to give the Chiefs the entire Truman Sports Complex, I thought they were going to go with something that was going to completely blow our minds away. Think about it. The Chiefs are now going to have space that they have never had as an organization, not pre-Arrowhead, not with the most recent renovations and additions onto Arrowhead when they did those in the mid-2000s, not coming up in the next decade or so. They have never had the amount of room and real estate that they are going to have. They don't have a neighbor anymore. They are now about to take over all of the space that the that Kauffman Stadium operates. It's now theirs. Now, some of it is. I have to see, like visually see it. But at least from looking at the renderings today and hearing them describe it, it didn't really blow me away in the way that I thought it would. Now, maybe I went into it with very high expectations, but I expected to be wowed today. And I wasn't really wowed by it. This is maybe the best analogy that I have between what the Royals are doing and what the Chiefs are doing. The Royals want a completely brand new phone. They want the newest phone on the market. What I thought we heard today from the Kansas City Chiefs was a software update. Now, it's a pretty good software update. You still love your phone. If you chose an iPhone, one of the reasons why you chose an iPhone is its operating system. I know that's the case, at least for me and a lot of other people that have Apple products is I like the operating system. This feels like Arrowhead 2.3. I thought we were maybe going to get a little bit bigger software update and a bigger patch than this. But I think some of the additions are really cool. You look at the suite and you could tell it was very influenced by what they have in Las Vegas. Very influenced by SoFi Stadium and Allegiant Stadium. I can see where the inspiration came from. They're going to try to do something a little better if you're on the top floor. They got to give the poor folks something because all of the other additions and renovations sounded like they were for the rich folk. 
when he talks about the suites and how cool it's going to be, a lot of you that attend these games are not sitting in suites. I'm not sitting in the suites at any of these games. A lot of the improvements that they are talking about Santa like they were the ones for the folks who got a lot of money, not for me and you. Again, some of the ideas that they had were really cool. I just thought they were, they were fine. I've been kind of keeping an eye on social media today, Rob, as I imagine you have as well. I don't see anybody that is blown away by the plan that the Kansas City Chiefs have with the stadium. And the thing that I will be critical on, at least in this conversation, and where I do think that we're being unfair to the Kansas City Royals, a lot of this conversation about the passing of this 3A cents tax has been called the John Sherman tax. Hold on, both sides are splitting this money equally. The Chiefs just told you that they have $800 million in renovations planned, and they plan on contributing $300 million to it. Take a guess who's paying for the rest. Just take a wild guess. I don't know if you'll like the answer. It's you. It's me. It's people that live in Jackson County who are paying the majority of this. I don't know why the Royals are taking so many arrows on this thing and the Chiefs are able to completely fly under the radar when the Chiefs are offering you, in some ways, a significantly worse deal than what the Royals are offering you. The Royals are committing at least a billion dollars to this project. The Chiefs are committing $300 million to this project. The Royals are a $1 billion organization. The Chiefs are probably a $3.5 to $4 billion organization. The Chiefs should be shouldering much more of the financial burden and load when it comes to this thing. But I would say they are doing financially what appears to be pretty close to the bare minimum on this thing. It's not even a pure 50-50. It is a, well, I mean... We got to put something to it. You know what I mean? We can't. We can't not put anything to this. So we're going to put a little bit of our money, but we're going to spend a lot of bit of your money when it comes to it. And they're going to spend a lot of your money on renovations that very few people listening are going to have access to or the ability to utilize. So all I'm saying in this is the Royals have stood at the foreground of this and have been on the front lines of this and they have taken a lot of arrows and I am not here defending the way that the Royals have handled the last year year and a half and they have been very poor in communicating too this was the Chiefs big reveal today and their big reveal is we're going to kind of do a little bit more to the stadium and we're going to throw a little bit of money at it but a majority of the money that we plan on spending is going to be your money in the process I think we're saying the same thing but I walked away from those steam renovations that they put out today being like, oh, cool. Like, I think the reaction the fans have is built up by the equity, equity winning on the field gets you. Because if you were just looking at the two plans, every part of the Royals plan, 100% of it is more exciting than the Chiefs plan. They are moving into a new area. It's a cool area. They're going to have shops, restaurants, hotels around their ballpark. They're going to put a bunch of their own money. They are doing a lot of cool and fascinating things with New Royals Park. The Chiefs are, hey, the rich people got some cool new stuff today. But overall, it's the same. You know the arrowhead you like? That's what you got. You get the same thing over and over again. Except for I would bet if you went and polled citizens, they would say they're more excited about New Arrowhead than New Kaufman. And I think that has everything to do with the product on the field and nothing to do with the product off it. Because off the field today, the Chiefs had a ho-hum moment while the Royals had a wow factor. Me and you, we carried that Royals press conference live. We were on the talkback being like, that looks cool. Did we talk today about how the Arrowhead looks cool? No. It looks like a big parking lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look at the Royals, and I, I understand the significant differences between the two. The Chiefs are out of everybody's way, and the Royals are talking about currently building on top of a community. So I understand the backlash to the two ideas. But the Royals' idea sounds very cutting edge. The Royals could very possibly have the best stadium in Major League Baseball coming up in six, seven years. It's very much a possibility for them. I think the idea of new Kauffman stadium sounds very new and exciting. 
again, everything I heard today from the Chiefs just sounds like a software update on your phone. They are selling you the same iPhone. They just got a better camera attached to it. It's the same iPhone. It's just a little bit faster than the one. And people continue to buy new iPhones. I've certainly bought it. But I do think the Royals, at least with the money that you were giving them, they have a plan to really revolutionize baseball in Kansas City. That's not really the tone that I got today from listening to the Kansas City Chiefs. We can keep this conversation coming up on the other side, 913-586-7610. We're talking about the top story. The Chiefs made their announcements for the future of Arrowhead Stadium, and it's okay. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esqually Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The only place in town to hear the hypothetical button game is on The Drive with Carrington Harrison. It's a lot of pushback on the text line, and I'm certainly happy to have the conversation. If you want to text in, you can do so, 913-586-7610. You can also chime in. I want to be clear on this part. You guys know where I stand on the 3A cent sales tax. My plan is to vote yes. I didn't hear or see anything that moved me off of that opinion. And I'm willing to take some responsibility. I went into it with pretty lofty expectations about what I thought the plan was. So our top text right now, CDOT, I don't know why it's so hard to understand the difference between a renovation versus a new stadium. How could the Chiefs have wowed you with a renovation? That's a good point. Some of the additions that they are making to the stadium are necessary things that continue to modernize Arrowhead, and they were going to happen anyway. Most of my disappointment with the wow factor when it comes to it is they now are going to have more space than they've ever had before, and at least the early plan of it was very ho-hum. At least that's the vibe that I got. All of the space now that the Royals are using, they are about to move. Now, whether they move to downtown Kansas City or somewhere else, that still remains to be seen. But I do think one thing is very, very clear, that by the end of the decade, the Royals are not going to be playing in that space anymore. And I at least thought when the Chiefs finally made this unveil, because I'm sure they've had ideas and internal conversations, it's not like the Royals wanting to move from the Truman Sports Complex to some new idea. They've had some time. This was the Chiefs' first, hey, this is what we plan on doing. And at least to me, as somebody that lives in Jackson County, and they're asking me to help pay for it, they didn't really give me anything to be super excited about today. Today, what they announced was, They announced more suites 
they announced more. They announced more heaters if you were in the three hundred level, and they have some kind of game day entertainment plan in place. But we'll figure that out at a later date. But we still want you to vote yes on that. That is at least the vibe and tone that I got from them today when it came to it. Now, I wouldn't have minded a retractable roof. Gives you the opportunity to host the Final Four. Gives you an opportunity to host the Super Bowl. They didn't announce that today. I thought there were going to be shops out there. That wasn't announced today. I thought they were going to announce a hotel out there today. I thought they were going to announce a more dedicated, smaller concert venue. And maybe that is a part of what this new idea is. They were kind of vague, I thought, on what new Kaufman was going to be. It was entertainment options for game day, but also community spaces you could use year round. They didn't really give us a whole lot of what the plan is at Kaufman. I just thought that the, if they're asking us for $500 million, I thought we were going to get a little bit more sizzle than than we got today. I mean, if you're Taylor Swift, you got some sizzle today. If you're a VIP, you got some sizzle today. I think your lack of sizzle to stick with the word, is because their plan to renovate Arrowhead for regular folks was new Jumbotron, enhanced Jumbotron, 360 upper deck concourse, which by the way is needed, but that's cool. And, you know, some enhanced RV parking and a better Uber shuttle system. But if you're a VIP, if you're Taylor Swift, if you're one of the celebrities that will be coming to see the Kansas City Chiefs in the coming years, you got your own dedicated entrance, your own special dedicated gate to come in you got a dedicated parking space you got a dedicated walkway into an enhanced vip area you got an enhanced vip area you can be on the field or in the box i saw some renderings that had cool you know walkways for the vip concourses i think today if you were a vip if you were a person who hobnobbed with the rich and famous you walked away being like man they're gonna make arrowhead better for me you know those videos we see from like aaron ladd every sunday where Taylor Swift's being driven in on a golf court underneath the stadium. Those videos aren't going to exist in New Arrowhead. I bet she loves the new plan because it's very VIP friendly. Someone on the text line says, CDOT, I love Arrowhead. I didn't want exciting. I wanted ho-hum. That's what they gave you. Again, I'm not down on the renovations of Arrowhead. I just expected a little bit more. And I have heard a lot of frustration from you guys. And I'm reading the text line, and, I mean, we are getting to the core of it. I have heard a lot of pushback over the last six months. I don't want to pay for their stadium and their ideas. Your tax dollars is now going to go to a suite that many of you will never sit in. And I don't really hear a whole lot of pushback. And we all know the differences. The Chiefs win and the Royals don't. That's really what this comes down to. You don't want to help pay for the Royals' ideas because they stink. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. That's it. As long as we can come to that agreement, then I'm fine. I mean, that's the truth. The Chiefs could have done anything today. They got Patrick Mahomes. They won the Super Bowl. Cool. Whatever you need us to pay for, we'll pay for it. Because that's kind of what they gave you today. Hey, a majority of this you guys are going to pay for. We're going to put some of this toward the practice facility. You guys don't use that. We're going to put some of these toward suites. You guys don't use these suites. We're going to give you something for the pores up there so you can stay a little bit warmer. We're not going to give you a roof. We're not really going to be very detailed on what the plan's going to be at Kauffman Stadium. We're not going to be super detailed about that. And you guys are going to pay for it. Go vote yes. We don't have a plan B. Our plan A is you're going to vote yes on this thing. That's kind of what they told you today. The Royals been having to jump through hoops to try to get you to approve this thing. I just expected a little bit more as a voter. That was just my takeaway. I expected a little bit more oomph, a little bit more something than what the Kansas City Chiefs gave us today with their announcement. And I agree with you. I don't think that's bad. I just don't think it was little peek behind the curtain. It's better way to explain it. Me and you were walking out of the office yesterday, talking about today's show. You know, we're prepping a little bit. And I was like, oh, tomorrow's show, they're going to announce the stadium renovations. It's going to be a big deal in town. And I thought it was going to be a wave of excitement that would lead to a unified yes vote in a month. That was my thought. We kind of prepped the show on, hey, they're going to build this big anticipation. They're going to have this big moment. New Arrowhead's going to look glitzy, glamorous, and people are going to be so enamored with it plus the success that it's going to be a wave of people on the fence going to be pushed to yes. And then at 10 o'clock, we saw it and we texted. We were like, it's whatever. It's, it's cool. It's just 
they took Arrowhead and they gave it a facelift, which if you wanted Arrowhead to have a facelift, not an overhaul, you're happy. But I, I thought they would make it way cooler, way more on par with Allegiant Stadium or MetLife or these places that are experiences to go to. But they just gave you the same Arrowhead. And it's, it's not bad. It's just not the excitement I anticipated. No, that's kind of where I am. Someone had said at this at the, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with preserving the original fr- footprint of Arrowhead. I a hundred percent agree with you, a hundred percent. And as a Jackson County voter, again, I, I am certainly open to the they have more things kind of hiding. But today was about the Chiefs. Today was about what their plan to do with the money is. The Royals have told you what their plan is to do with the money, and the Royals for a. People are voting yes on this thing, not based on really anything that the Chiefs are doing. Now, the Chiefs might end up saving this whole thing because you don't want the Chiefs to move. But let's be honest about what a majority of people, I believe, are going to the polls to vote for in April. It is, do you want the Royals to move downtown or not? That's really what this is. So I thought the Chiefs kind of came in here with a free roll. Hey, we got a plan that is going to blow your socks off. You absolutely will vote yes on this thing. And that's just not the tone that I got today from them when it came to the stadium vote. Coming up on the other side, we'll be joined by Bob Fesco. He has been all over the Truman Sports Complex news. We'll get his thoughts and takes on. He's calling right now. Let's just take Bob Fesco. I'm happy to catch up with Bob Fesco to hear what he has to say about this. While we wait for Bob, uh, Mark Donovan, here's what he said the impact on tailgating was going to be. Obviously something you guys are very, very passionate about. Number one, tailgating will get better. Um, what we're looking at is, again, you get the opportunity to start over. So we looked at exactly how should the cars be facing, what's easiest from an in-and-out standpoint, and what creates the most space for tailgating. And we looked at a lot of different options. One of the things that was first and foremost on our list of potential is we must have tailgating. We must continue to enhance tailgating. It's one of the things we're known for. So you're going to see a better opportunity. When you look at that covered canopy space on the new activation zone, you're going to see some very interesting ways to tailgate in that space. So it's trying to take advantage of that space to better tailgating. On parking prices, um, I know it's a popular topic. If you look at the National Football League and you look at average parking prices, we're, we're relatively average. Um, so we'll continue to, I can't tell you today what the parking is going to be in 2031. Um, but we've been very conscious of what we charge for pricing. And one of the things we've done and we'll continue to do, and I would bet we're going to do this in 31, is you're going to pay the lowest possible price for parking if you buy in advance and you use the system. Because that makes it more efficient for every single one of our fans. So it's less about the price of the ticket. It's more about how do we get these fans in here as efficiently as possible so everyone has a good experience. That was Mark Donovan, the business voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's head to the phone line right now and get Fesco's take on everything that he heard from the Chiefs today. Bob, this was the analogy. I think that the Royals, just due to what they're asking, the Royals are trying to get a brand new phone. Where I saw the Chiefs announcement today is much more of a software update than anything. And I'm not going to say that I am disappointed by the announcement, but I thought when the Chiefs kind of unveiled their big plan, I thought it was going to have a little bit more wow, a little bit more pizzazz. This just feels like a nice coat of paint over an aging stadium. Yeah, I don't disagree with anything you say there, Carrington, at all. I mean, I'm really like, I'm having a hard time getting past no roof on top of Arrowhead because that is a like a community benefit, if you will, is putting that roof up there and being able to attract big-time events. The Super Bowl, the Final Four, we've been through the list a thousand times of what that can attract. And by, by not having the retractable roof so you can still play football in the elements and freeze our tails off out there, playoff games, and use that as a home field advantage, by not having that retractable roof, I'm like, well, all right, I, I see what you're doing. I, I, I guess if I can you know, go to the bathroom quicker and get out of traffic and they make those types of improvements, I kind of see what they're doing. But like, if it was on the ballot itself, by, by itself, without a new downtown baseball stadium, I, I don't know that I'd vote for those upgrades because I don't know that they're enough for the, for the citizens to put in. But when you factor in the downtown baseball stadium, that's great. I love the downtown baseball stadium. 
Yeah, I'm not maybe as caught up as much on the roof, which is surprising because you know how much I hate the cold weather. That really wasn't the sticking point for me. I know you and I have talked about this, and people in Kansas City have talked about it. Man, what would happen if the Chiefs got all of that space out of the Truman Sports Complex? And that is a real possibility. I mean, in the next 30 days, the next 35 days, the announcement can be that all of that space in the Truman Sports Complex is there. I just expected to hear an idea that was going to be they were going to build some big home hotel and a concert venue out there they're going to have more room than they've ever had as an organization whether it was when the stadium was memorial stadium and they played downtown or now at the truman sports complex and at least they're playing for where kaufman stadium is now that plan was even ho-hum well yeah it was but i mean do you blame them i mean there's been 60 years of people that could have developed areas out there at, by the stadiums and nobody did except with a taco bell and a denny's that's gone and an adams mark hotel that doesn't exist anymore and i think when you look around at the 60 years you realize that's just not a good area for development and and i had a friend that had a restaurant out there years ago called sa sanders and he had a close in 94 after the baseball strike he said i couldn't sustain without the without the baseball product out here i couldn't sustain by having eight chiefs games and so it put him under he had a move and now he owns patrick's no bar and grill in, in, in waldo and whatnot and obviously that happened years later after the closing of sa sanders but that was back in 1994 that it wasn't a sustainable location and so i, I don't blame the chiefs especially carrington when they're talking about a 25-year lease as well i mean when you look at that 25-year lease that's really not a long-term commitment. It was like 25 years ago when we voted on the current renovations of Arrowhead and Kauffman Stadium, and that's gone by, you know, in, a, in, in the blink of an eye, and not quite 25, but pretty close to 25 years. And so 25 years isn't a long period of time. And so that lease commitment for, for 25 years to put your money into developing a hotel in an area in a place that hasn't been developed in 60 years, I, I really don't fault Mark Donovan for saying, well, we're not going to do that. No, nobody else has done it. Why should we, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I, and at least in that part, this is where I think the Chiefs are getting a, I don't know if pass is the correct term for them winning, but the Royals are really going above and beyond financially, and it makes sense. They want a completely new stadium. They also want to build on top of a community, so I understand why they're committing a billion dollars. For the Chiefs come, to come out today and say that this project is going to be $800 million and they're going to throw in $300 million, they're not even going 50-50 on this. And you have heard a lot of pushback, as have I, is a lot of the public saying, we don't want to pay for you guys' idea. Well, today the Chiefs just announced we want you to pay for a majority of these things, and people don't really seem to have a lot of pushback towards it well it's it's weird for me that you look at the chiefs project and you think okay it's basically the same thing as you talked about you know with a software upgrade you get some new scoreboards some more toilets some some things like that hopefully easier you know out three thousand more parking spaces is is great that's fantastic as well because i think you still need that kind of stuff you know out there when you have a football stadium and the more parking, the better for everybody involved. I, I think, you know, when I look at it, I look at John Sherman putting in a billion dollars plus cost overruns of his own money. That's just not talked enough about. I walked into the J today, and the, the guys are sitting around, and they're like, see, Clark Hunt's putting in $300 million of his own money. What's Sherman doing? I said, he's putting in a billion dollars of his own money to build a new stadium. And they're like, I never heard anything like that. So I don't think the Royals have done a good enough job of publicizing just how much money John Sherman is is willing to put into this stadium and how much money that he is contributing to the project. They're contributing about 50% to the project. Now, I will say this, when the renovations happened, you know, 20 years ago or whatever it was, I think the Chiefs put in like $350 million and David Glass was lucky enough to come up with $75 million out of his own pocket. So it's a little bit reversed right now. But I think what the Royals are trying to do to try to, you know, d develop a brand new ballpark, a new village and all that kind of stuff is wonderful. What the Chiefs are trying to do is nice, but it's only for 25 years. So the, the long-term investment isn't going to be there because in 25 years, Carrington, that stadium is going to be 80 plus years old. Yeah, then I'm guessing at that part, they're then going to want more money to renovate it again. And then the argument is going to be, this is Lambeau Field. We have to protect it. Yeah, it may, it may be at that time, or it may be to the point where they just go, you know what, we're going to, we're going to tear this thing down and build somewhere totally different, whether that's in Kansas, whether that's on the other side of that parking lot, you know, 25 years, who knows? What do you feel about this vote, though? I've had so many people ask me, do you think this is going to pass today? And I don't know what to say. I don't know how to answer that question. I do think it's going to pass. I do think that 
This is a very unique conversation because this is one of the biggest changes in our city's history. I mean, for the last 50 years or so, Kaufman's been out of everybody's way. They're now trying to build it in the middle of a community. I think that changes it. I also think this is the first vote that we've had that is going to happen on social media. And you and I both know that anytime something is negative or no, you're always going to hear that more than the yeses. I, I do think in this, there are a lot of people like me that have such a great pride of being in Kansas City and living in Kansas City, and I'm willing to do whatever it is to preserve Kansas City, Missouri, and protect Jackson County, that there are a lot of people that are going to vote yes on this, and probably more people than the no crowd. But, I mean, there is a no crowd, and I think a lot of it is the we don't want to pay for your stadium, and a lot of it is, I mean, they are going to, they are going to tear down the crossroads to build this billion-dollar idea. Right. Well, that's on the city. I mean, the, the Royals wanted to be in the East Village, and that was the location all along. And the city said, we don't want you there because that's going to compete, you know, in a, in a negative way, I guess. And this is, I'm just giving you the information. You can, you can you know, disseminate it however you feel necessary. But I was told that the city did not want the Royals in the, in the, in the uh, East Village area there because it was going to compete too much with power and light. Then I'm looking at the, 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 you know, the crossroads. I'm like, they are building a bridge to power and light, basically. So, I mean, I, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes, but that's information that I was told that, the, that for years I've been saying the Royals are going to go to the East Village, right? Like, I didn't just make that up. That's where they wanted to go. They were close to getting all the land acquired down there, and the city was like, no, 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 we don't want you there. We want you in the crossroads. And so if you, if somebody has a problem with that, you need to talk to the mayor and the city council and those folks because they're the ones who kind of directed the royals to that crossroads district. Notice how that came up late in the process as well when they were focused, focused, focused on the East Village, and then now all of a sudden you're making an about face to that crossroads district. That's a citywide thing. That's not a royals thing. But I will also say, and, and we talked about this on Monday, I've been told that there are other jurisdictions out there in the area, more, mostly in the area. There is obviously going to be some from other cities around the country when stuff like this happens. People call each other, right, uh, that, that are offering better financial plans right now for both the Royals and Chiefs if this vote doesn't pass in Jackson County. And the Royals and Chiefs are trying to be loyal to Jackson County, and they're trying to give them that right of refusal. They want to be in Jackson County. Does Jackson County want us? And if Jackson County says, yes, we want you, then we stay. But if they don't, there are other jurisdictions out there right now that are offering better public dollar financial packages than what Jackson County is offering to the Royals and Chiefs. Bob, that's the part of this conversation that I don't think the Royals and the Chiefs have maybe communicated the best. And a point that I've kind of tried to make on the text line, but you know, anytime that we make it, it's then fear mongering. I don't think people understand there is no scenario of which a no vote and then both teams go back to, oh, well, you guys were right. No, we're going to stay right here. No, if there is a no vote, there is not another Chiefs vote in the next six months that is, a, that, is a, that is separate from the Royals in Jackson County. In my belief, if you vote no on this thing, you are fine with the Royals moving outside of Jackson County and you are fine with the Chiefs going to Kansas. I'm not fine with that, so I'm willing to vote yes, even if I'm not 100% behind every idea that I've heard proposed. Yeah, and I think that's a great way to put it because I, I can promise you on, on the night of the second when the polls close and if this thing fails in Jackson Ca- County, Laura Kelly's going to be up late and she's going to be making a couple of phone calls to Mark Donovan and to Clark Hunt and to John Sherman and we're going to see what those you know those potential offers are, are out there. And again, that's not fear-mongering. That's just telling you what's going on behind the scenes. I don't think the Royals and Chiefs have been very good at communicating anything throughout this process. I think they have dropped the ball big time on this. I mean, we're just now seeing the first commercial 35 days out. I think a lot of people have already made up their minds about what they're going to do and how they're going to vote, you know, in this scenario. And I, I think the ball's been dropped big time by both of these franchises. If they truly want to stay in Jackson County, they should have been out there promoting this and letting people know, like, it really bothers me that I walk into the to the J today and the guys are sitting around going, Sherman's not putting in any money like Clark is. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, he is. He's putting in a billion dollars. And that's on the Royals and and their organization for not properly communicating this to the public. That is our guy, Bob Fesco, joining us on the show today. Bob, you know what it feels good that me and you are on the same side when it comes to one of these topics. I'm happy to be on your side of this, Bob. Well, I'm happy to be on your side, too, Carrington. I guess we're on the side of right. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Bob. I appreciate you. You got it, bud. Talk to you. That's my guy, Bob Fesco, joining us on the show today. And 
I will say it again. That is the part of this conversation that I think people, maybe they know and they just don't care. I do care. It's something that I'm very passionate about. As someone who has lived every day of my life in Kansas City, Missouri, aside from the point that I was in college, I want the stadiums to remain in Kansas City, Missouri, and in Jackson County. And I firmly believe that a no vote means they are moving the teams out of Jackson County. So I do not love the Chiefs plan. I like the Chiefs plan. I don't love it. I am voting yes. I wish the Royals had put their stadium in the East Village. Bob kind of confirmed what I've thought this entire time is that the main reason of why it is going to the crossroads is they didn't want to build another entertainment district to take away from power and light because in a lot of ways, that plan has been a failure for the city. And this now gives it a new set of life. And now you put 80 home dates down there and people are down there and they're going to the shops and restaurant and bars and people are excited about it. That is a major motivating factor for a lot of people. I understand why people don't like the plans that are out there. I understand why people don't want the stadium in the crossroads. I understand why people don't want to play for billionaire ideas. I also just, and I don't say this to be condescending, I also just live in the real world. And I've seen what the real life consequences are when you tell the billion dollar sports team, no, you do not get a happy ending in those scenarios. They usually move. Now in this scenario, they do what the Golden State Warriors do and they move across the bridge. But Rob, we also saw how a large group of people also got priced out of being able to afford to go to the games when they move the Golden State Warriors. And I think that is a major part of this conversation with the Royals and with the Chiefs. And the Royals can't really bang that drum and the Chiefs don't really bang that drum. But I've said this entire time. We have countless numbers of American cities examples of what happens when you vote no on these things. And that's just not a dice roll that I'm willing to take. So I'm willing to do my part in voting yes. I can't do other than my part. And my part as someone who lives in Jackson County is I plan on voting yes on this thing. Keep it right here. It's the drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Kansas City is Nick Bolton. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We'll talk about McCole Hardman coming up at the top of the hour. And McCole, I just... I don't know why you went on this podcast and snitched on yourself. I just, I don't understand. I, I don't know. I get it. You're feeling yourself. You caught the game winning touchdown. You're getting asked to do stuff that you've never been asked to do. I get it. I don't know why you went on a podcast and snitched on yourself. We'll talk about that coming up in a bit. We'll also talk about MVS, who was released today from the Kansas City Chiefs. So I want to play this audio for you guys before we talk about McCall Hartman. Christopher Mad Dog Russo, can we call him friend of the show? We absolutely can call Chris Mad Dog Russo friend of the show. He's been on multiple times. 
he meets the qualifications. Well, he was on his second job, his part-time job, first take, and he made a list of what he thinks the five most difficult sports to play are. Oh, listen. Number five, football. Physicality, the speed, the agility, the quickness, how fast the game is. You have to want to be hit. That is a very difficult thing to overcome. Number Give four. it to me. What? Thank you. This is an impossible sport to play because it's a, it requires finesse and ability to skate and all those things. Don't laugh. Curling. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Mad Dog, I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. That's when you play. Oh what Olympics? even is that? It's, no. like, it's, it's shuffleboard no. on ice. Number three. So this is going to be like, awkward for you when awkward. America hears Tennis. you lied. Tennis is an impossible sport to play. It's tough. The physicality, yeah. the bending, yeah. big gumby, yeah. get low. backhands, yeah. forehands, serve, running around, in the heat, in the heat. Oh, in the heat. Yeah. You don't see anybody out of shape playing tennis. Number two, <sighs> golf. Golf's impossible. You know how hard it is to play golf? All the components, driving, sand wedge, Putting, short game, iron play, three woods, off the deck. And it is, listen, it's a skill more than a sport. There is nothing harder than hitting a golf ball. And there is nothing harder than scoring well on a championship golf course. I know better than anybody, and I'm a two-handicap. And then finally, number one, hitting a baseball. Hitting a baseball with the hand-eye coordination Mm. is by far. The most difficult thing to do. It's hard. <laughs> For those of you that maybe came in in the middle, Mad Dog gave his five most difficult sports. Number five was football. Number four was curling. Number three was tennis. Two was golf. And number one was baseball. Rob, you are an avid golfer. You agree with golf being number two? I have no problem with golf or baseball being where they're at. The rest of the list I have some questions about. Golf, there's a there's a reason the best golfers in the world struggle from time to time. It's an infuriating sport. And hitting a baseball is very, very difficult. Now, from then on, curling and tennis and the rest of it was just nonsense. How hard is golf, really? Golf is very difficult. How hard is golf? Golf is you can very do difficult. it at an incredibly old age. Yeah, but to do you it don't well, have to be in the best shape to do it. People are quiet while you are performing it. Can something be that difficult if you're drinking while doing it? To like, be fair, how how hard can it really be? Because you play golf all the time. You're pretty good at golf. You're out there drinking when you do it. It can't be that difficult. You don't see Patrick Mahomes just taking sips of the Corona in between plays. You don't see Steph Curry go to the bench, grab some. You can eat snacks and stuff during it. Is it really that hard? The reason sure, it might be hard to be Tiger Woods. Yeah, it's hard to be good at this level. To be a scratch golfer would take a lot of work, a lot of skill, a lot of money. That's not something that the average schmo has the ability to get done. Also, people did drink playing football. It's called Johnny Manziel. (laughs) And he won a Heisman doing it. Okay, I don't know if he was. He might have been drinking on Thursday. Golf's that hard. It's that hard. If you hadn't played golf this weekend, you would you would not you'd be over two hundred. It's that difficult and it's infuriating. I know how to swing a golf club. Doesn't matter. Everyone knows how to swing a golf club. I can hit the ball. Doing it straight. They always like the hardest thing to hit a baseball. The hardest thing ain't hitting a golf ball. Like okay, I agree. Someone says, "See that you're talking about recreational golf. It's easy to play golf. It's harder to be a pro golfer. It's hard to be a pro at anything." It's not easy. I'm just saying, I I think we're making, I don't think golf's that hard. I'm not saying it's easy to play. It's, it's hard to be a pro at a lot of things. You telling me that you think it's harder to play, like, stop it. 
No. I refuse. I don't believe it. Can we talk about curling at four real quick? I mean, we, come on. That's shuffleboard on ice. <laughs> That's not hard. It looks like it's a Swiffer. Just, <laughs> go to your local bar. There's a Sully's around the corner from us. We can go play shuffleboard on the wood, and then we'll figure it out on ice. I'm not just hard. like tomorrow. Like, I, honestly, tomorrow. Let's say that I give you the next year. Do you think you'd be a better figure skater or a better golfer? If every day for the next year you practice it, I think you have a much better chance of being a better golfer th- than a figure skater. If I told you every day for the next year, plastic, practice the balance beam or practice being a golfer, which one do you think you'd be better at? Golf. I think I'm not saying it's easy, but come on now. We're making golf seem like it's it, no. Enough's enough. Let's knock it off. It can't be that hard. Everywhere I look up, there's courses being built all the time. And it's it's something that your 61-year-old uncle can be good at. It can't be that hard. Someone said, see that, so you can't throw a football in the backyard and drink a couple of beers. You can't play. That's not playing football. Play. That's fo- The way I play golf is not playing golf then. How? I go I go golfing. There is a difference. If you're gonna say, hey, playing football in the yard with the fellas isn't playing football, then you can't call football at all. You can't go playing 18 at Tomahawk and call that golfing. You throwing the football around during your tailgate is not playing football. No, it's not playing football. You when you go out, you and your four friends, and you that's playing golf. That's simulating a round of it. So on the text line, I would love to see CDOT go golf and guarantee he shoots over to it. I don't play golf frequently. I'm not saying that I'm a good I know how to play the game. I just think we're overselling it because so many people, oh, it's so hard. Well, you play golf one hour a week. You play golf two hours a week. Yeah, I'm not surprised you're not that good at it. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about McCole Hardman, who was snitching on himself. Keep right here, Mr. Drive. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.